0: my name is donnie hi donnie hi now this is a multi-platform release so i want a full report on fresh cakes To pin to barge, the wrong button to push, no friend to push. I'm a centrepiece. You're a Mortis. I'm a pitbull off his leash. All this... What's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Fresh Cakes Podcast. Brought to you by the Fresh Cakes Sports. Network. I am your host, Donnie Finkel. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Donny Finkel. The link is in the bio to all of the Fresh Cakes Goods. We're talking Fresh Cakes podcast. We're talking Fresh Cakes blog. We're talking King of the Friend Zone episode two coming out soon. We're working on that for you. Don't you worry. That's not going anywhere. Uh, and of course, you can follow the Twitter account and the blog, or the Twitter account and the Instagram accounts. Twitter at Fresh Cakes Pod. I'm sorry, at Fresh Cakes Sport and the Twitter, uh, Instagram account at Fresh Cakes Pod. Go give us a follow on all of those social mediums. And while you're here, thanks c- for coming back. Hope you guys did not follow my parlays last week because if you did, well, you'd be poor like me. Uh, so, you know, just a little recap of my parlays last week for the, uh, the footballs, uh, both of the footballs, the NCAA and the NFL. Uh, NCAA, we had... Uh, we had Iowa State plus three and a half, which did hit. We had, uh, the over in the Clemson game at over 62, which did hit. We had the, we had the Bama over at 66, which did not hit. Uh, that was, uh, a touchdown away from hitting. And, uh, that one did not hit. Uh, there was a, it was a touchdown away from hitting in the like the start of the fourth quarter, and Bama took out Mac Jones, uh, and just decided not to score after that. Uh, and then also we had the uh, Auburn. Auburn minus three, which was uh, obviously was which was a sick game. Was sweating that one out like there was no tomorrow. Auburn could not make a uh, a stop if their life depended on it, and finally they did. Bo Nix with a great play. Uh, Auburn comes away with the win, and and obviously we cover there. But because we did it in a parlay, because your boy is a dumbass and likes to hurt himself, obviously because uh, you know all I do is parlays and they never really hit, so I'm causing myself pain every and uh, you know financial uh distra distraught um every week by doing only parlays, but hey it is what it is. Um so yeah that one did not hit. And uh neither did the NFL one same thing. We lost one game. Uh you know we had uh we had a winner from <laughs> we had a winner from the Bengals a plus three and a half because of Cody Park you thank the fucking Lord. Mr. Double Doink himself uh Decided that he uh, was gonna fuck up another kick. Somehow, continu- continuously, still gets jobs in this league. Just tells you what you all you need to know about the kickers uh, in the NFL. Uh, but we were so we were watching quick story about this when we were watching the game at my buddy's house. And my friends knew my parlay. Obviously, so a couple of them kind of you know were like, hey, we'll jump on the we'll jump on the train with you. We'll ride with you on the parlay. We'll ride with fresh cakes. Uh, so, uh, you know, we're watching on Red Zone, and obviously Red Zone is a little bit de- a little bit delayed. And my friend goes, holy shit, Cody Parking missed the, field, missed the extra point. And I'm like, no fucking way. Like, you're fucking with me right now. Like, you're shit-fucking-my-dick-rod. Like, there's no way Cody Parking missed the extra point, and he missed the extra point. And that was the first game, I think, to end. Uh, so, like, that was, like, huge because, A, it was the first game of my parlay to end. Uh, also, and also just, like, the dramatics of it, like, to fucking, you know, come within that close of almost losing in the first game. Uh, you know, and so that hit, uh, which was good. I took the Steelers money line. They won. Not a big deal. Uh six 0 coming into Baltimore this week. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Don't you worry. Uh and then obviously uh we had the we had the Seahawks plus three and a half. Another crazy game. You know, came down to the wire. Another team that cannot make a fucking stop if their life depended on it the Seattle Seahawks, you know, maybe Carlos Dunlap will help, you know, maybe Carlos Dunlap, he's how old, fucking 32, 33 now, he's a fucking dinosaur in the NFL, you think that's going to make a fucking difference, you motherfuckers, fuck you, I'm never betting on the Seahawks ever again, at least I don't think I am, so let me check my parlay for this week, uh, I don't think I am betting on the Seahawks this week, no, I'm not, fuck them, okay, yeah, yeah, fuck the Seahawks, uh, you know, so, fuck the Seahawks, uh, so, yeah, pretty much that, uh, they fucked my parlay last week, uh, you know. But back here we are, back at it again, ready to get hurt again. Uh, doing, doing nothing but parlays yet again. Uh, I was an idiot. I was gonna take. I was gonna hedge my bet and put some money on the Cardinals money line too, because uh, I didn't realize when I made the parlay that they were an eight o'clock st- eight o'clock start time. And I normally don't like betting the eights, just because I a I fell asleep halfway through the game because I had to be up for work at fucking five thirty in the morning. So I just was not up to see the end of the game. And my buddy texted me about fourteen times saying, "I fucking hate you. I fucking hate you. This is all your fault." Because he also bet the Seahawks. And uh, so. You know, I that's one of the reasons why I don't like doing it. And just in general, I don't like waiting that long to see if like especially if like you have like three out of the four. Like I had three out of the four and you know, like waiting all day for the Seahawks just like fucking sucks dick. Um so Oh and I had the Packers too, I'm sorry. I had the Packers minus three and a half. That was the other one which just fucking absolutely was a way up and a half. Like I don't know what Vegas was doing there. Like I don't know if they were just like just like trying to be generous, maybe. Do you be like, yeah, you know what? Let's just let's give everybody a free win this week. You know, free win, minus three and a half, take the Packers. So, yeah, either way. Uh, so let's get into the parlays this week. We have, uh, we'll start with the NFL, as we always do, and we will start with my Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, yes, I know I am a Steelers fan, and I am taking the Steelers again. Yes, sue me. But the Steelers plus three and a half against the Ravens, are you fucking kidding me? Like, are you fucking kidding me right now? You're telling me the Steelers are three-and-a-half-point dogs to the fucking Ravens? The Fugazi-ass Ravens who got stopped by the fucking Chiefs defense who, yes, had a great week last week, but overall is middle-of-the-road defense. You know, not like... The tier of the Steelers who stopped Derrick Henry for under 100 yards last week. Uh, you know, and if not for the fact that they always play down to their competition, uh, you know, they started to play down in the second half because they got up so big, but they, down, they dominated that game, uh, you know, and the fact that they're a dog this week, you know, plus three and a half, especially, that is a huge number. Uh, take that and run with it. Like, this is like my mortal. I will. I'll go, you know what, fuck it. It's my mortal lock of the week. Steelers plus three and a half, my mortal lock of the fucking week. Take it to the motherfucking bank. The Steelers will cover plus three and a half against the the Ravens on Sunday. Let's fucking go. I'm also taking the Packers minus seven. Uh, you know, I think the Packers are starting to roll now, especially if Aaron if Aaron Jones comes back, even if he doesn't. Uh, you know, Jamal Williams played really well last week, ended up getting in the end zone. Uh, I hadn't had to pick up Jamal Williams in fantasy, so go me for picking him up. Even though I lost, it didn't really matter. Um, but I think in general, you know, the Packers minus 7, I think is, it's a big number, but I think the Packers are rolling now. You know, they're getting a little confidence, a little momentum, so I would take that minus 7 as well. And then... I seem to be doing this a lot too. Uh, if you haven't, t- if you can't tell, I'm, I'm pretty consistent with the way that I gamble. And maybe that's why I lose all the time. Um, but I'm taking uh, the I'm taking the Raiders plus two and a half against the the Browns. Uh, I, t- I bet against the Browns last week. I bet against the Browns a week before uh, when I took the Steelers. Uh, so you know I, betting against the Browns again, but because I don't again, I think the Browns much like. You know, uh, I've talked about the Seahawks. Uh, you know, f- or I'm sorry, the, the 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 Ravens. Fugazi. You know, a little Fugazi. You know, good team. I think the Ra- I think the Browns, especially now, Noel Del Beckham. You know, he tore his ACL. He's out for the year. Uh, that's going to make a difference. Uh, you know, and I think Vegas is a decent team. I think Vegas is competitive. You know, I mean, I think Vegas is is showing you. I think Henry Ruggs is showing you exactly why the reason why they drafted him so high. They drafted him before Jerry Judy, who was you know kind of the consensus number one wide receiver to be taken. Uh, you know, no. No disrespect, obviously, to, to Henry Ruggs, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, or no disrespect to Jerry Judy, but Henry Ruggs is showing why he's, you know, the re- he's the, re- the reason why he got picked so high. You know, he's the real fucking deal. Uh, you know, Derek Hart's been playing better. Josh Jacobs is solid. Uh, you know, maybe once their half of their offensive line is not in quarantine, you know, so this is, this is all seems like good things for Vegas. Plus two and a half is a, I think, a good enough number for Vegas. I don't think, I think they'll win out right, to be honest with you, because I just don't think they, Cleveland's that good, you know. I mean, they they went back and forth with a really bad Bengals team. I know. I know Joe Burrow fucking torched the shit out of them and had a huge week last week in fantasy, uh, you know. But I think that I just like I said, I think they're a, 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 they're not a good team. I think they're fugazi as fuck. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll continue saying it until I'm proven wrong. Uh, so I'm taking i I'm taking the Vegas Raiders plus two and a half there, and then. I am taking, uh, the Carolina over, uh, at 49, uh, I think that that is a, it's a, uh, actually, you know what, no, I'm not taking Carolina, because that is the Thursday night game, I am a moron, uh, I didn't real. I should have realized that, that was the, the, uh, Thursday night game, uh, so that one, I think, I'm, that one I'll just take outright, because I'm not going to do it, obviously, in a parlay, so that will, we'll add that one onto it, uh, you know, but in general, 49 seems low. Uh, both these teams are going to score points. You know, they're not gonna. They're not gonna. They're not gonna play defense really. Uh, you know, so I think that you can get more than 49 points out of them. I think Bridgewater's been playing really well. Uh, you know, the fact that uh, Julio Jones has been you know back and healthy and been playing really well. You know, bodes well for Matt Ryan, who had a good week last week too. Uh, you know, as far as uh, fantasy purposes are concerned as well. Um, Forty nine, just like I said, it's forty nine. Seems low, like all of like the big, all of like the over unders for the Falcons games have been really high. So, I'm taking that forty nine and running with it. I'll just bet that straight up. Uh, actually, well, now the line's gone up to fifty one, but I'm still fucking taking it. Honestly, uh, so last time I checked, it was forty nine. The line has gone up to fifty one now. Still taking uh, the over in that game there. And then uh, next pick I have, I was gonna take. I really like Tennessee this week uh, at plus five. Or I'm sorry, at minus five and a half. Uh, I think that Tennessee, you know, coming off of a bad week, or coming off of a bad loss, you know, they had a shot to tie the game off if Goskowski could make a kick, but he's, you know, falling off the rails just like so many other great kickers before him. Uh, so definitely take, um, definitely taking Tennessee plus. I'm sorry, minus five and a half against Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati will be competitive. You know, I think they're showing that they're playing with a lot of heart. Uh, you know, they're playing with a lot of moxie, a lot of balls, if you will. Uh, but, you know, I think that t- Tennessee is a real deal. I think Tennessee is a, a, a Super Bowl contender. Uh, you know, I think they're showing it week in and week out. They stuck with the Steelers. They didn't go away. Uh, you know, even though I talked about the Steelers really kind of playing down to the competition, which they did. Um, but, you know, either way, they still stuck They stuck around. They played hard. And, you know, I think that they will win by at least five and a half, probably more than that. I don't think it's going to be that competitive of a game. Uh, you know, we'll throw that will be part of the parlay. The uh, Carolina game will just be, you know, like a straight bet. Uh, you know maybe we'll maybe we'll win some money on that one because you know theory, you know clearly I just can't win money on anything else and then the last but not least the big one the biggest line i think we've seen in quite some time i did not mean to rhyme there i didn't mean to rhyme again i just ha- that just happens like uh by itself by accident but in all seriousness Kansas City Jets Kansas City min- minus 19 and a half I talked to my, you know, ad nauseum about how much I hate Adam Gase, even though I'm not a Jets fan. I talked ad nauseum about how much the Jets stink. Uh, they, you know, I think this is a revenge game for Le'Veon Bell. I think that, you know, they're gonna, if you have them, you know, I'll I'll get to that in a little bit, but, uh, I think, you know, it's a revenge game for Le'Veon Bell. I think that, uh, you know, there's gonna they're gonna go up enough. Like, I don't like it's like even if they take Mahomes out of the game, like I'm I'm even confident in Chad Henny scoring points on the Jets because they're so bad. I mean, Chad Henny's a, a career backup. Not no disrespect to him, he's been a fine backup, you know, since he's been with the Chiefs or in when he was with the Dolphins and everything. But you know, I even so, like I think the second stringers for the for the the Chiefs can still score a couple of touchdowns at least on the Jets defense. So, like, it's a huge number, no shit, but. Take the number. Take the points. 19 and a half, minus 19 and a half for the Chiefs. It's the biggest, you know, gamble of the week, I guess, if you will, pun intended. But it's worth it. You know, I mean, we fade the Jets every week. I know that the, you know, I, I talked about the, the 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 Bills last week. You know, they had a shit week. Chiefs aren't the Bills. She's the reigning Super Bowl champs. They have the reigning MVP, reigning Super Bowl MVP. They just picked up Le'Veon Bell, who I think still has a lot more in the tank. I think he was misused in in, in uh, New York, and uh, and Adam Gase just never wanted him because he was a little bitch boy and doesn't like to actually like use a real running back for whatever reason. He just wants to suck Frank Gore's cock, uh, which no disrespect to Frank Gore. He's been around in the league forever, but you're old. Like you're just old, dude. Like you're not. You know, like, Le'Veon Bell, at one point, was the best running back in the league. Uh, you know, and it was a lot sooner of a time than when Frank Gore was a top running back. So, t- you know, take the Jets, take the Jets. I'm sorry, take the they, take the Chiefs and just hope and pray. You know, this is, you know, like I said, it's the biggest gamble, I think, of the week. But I also am, I am confident in it because of how bad the Jets are. And I think you should be, too, because of just how bad the Jets are. Uh So, you know, fantasy plays of the week. We'll get to those real quick. These are obviously all DFS-type deals. Le'Veon Bell, excuse me, I was just talking about it. I think he is going to have a huge week. I think he's going to be playing motivated. He, you know, knows that Adam Adam Gase doesn't like him. I think he's the type of dude that's going to want to prove to Adam Gase, to everybody out there, to be like listen, I, I am that dude. Like, I am that dude. Like, I still am that dude. You know, there's a reason why the best team, in, you know, one of the best teams in football, even though they have a solid rookie running back, was still like, you know what? We're going to take a chance on you because we know there's still something something left in the tank. So, Le'Veon Bell is my number one fantasy play of the week. Uh, I would take him, take him and run with it. Uh, I would also take uh, Aaron Rodgers, this week. Uh, Rodgers had a good week last week, obviously. He's playing the Vikings and they suck. You know, they just continue to be you know, they're in tank for Trevor Mode too. I mean, obviously the Jets have to lose a game first before the Vikings can even have a chance at him but, you know, I think that that uh, especially if Aaron Jones is back take Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback this week and uh, Another one that I do like this week would be the aforementioned Henry Ruggs. Uh, you know, I think that he's gonna obviously get some shine from he's gonna get some coverage from from Denzel Ward, but uh, I do like Henry Ruggs this week because it's kind of a sleeper. You know, he's probably not gonna be too expensive. I think you can probably get him in your lineups with some of your bigger guys. Uh, so uh, you know, you put him in with uh, with a Rogers and Le'Veon Bell maybe, and then you throw in you know. Uh, uh, a Robert Tanyan, maybe, or you or you just spend big on Devontae Adams and just stop being a fucking little bitch and spend the money on, on Devontae Adams because it, I I didn't do it last week, and it cost me a win in, in DFS. Uh, I took Rogers, I took Robert Tanyan, but I wasn't confident in any of the uh, secondary wide receivers for the, for the Packers, and I didn't take Devontae Adams. I should have just said, you know what, fuck it, I need just to, just take him. I need to to sack up and take him. You know, uh, pay, spend the money because obviously he's going to be expensive. Uh, but you know, so do that. Definitely take the Adams, obviously, and I would go to Monty Adams, Rogers stack, and then kind of go cheap other places if you can, like a Rugs. I don't think Bell is going to be too expensive because it is still a, uh, you know, it's a, it's a running back by committee with 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 them. So I don't think he's going to be overly expensive. I think you can probably get him at a decent price. Uh, so I would definitely take a look at him. Uh, you know as far as TFS is concerned. Uh, so that's pretty much all I got on the football on on the uh, NFL and we'll get into the World Series, which I am recording this on Wednesday so obviously the the World Series was last night. Uh, the World Series was uh, over last night because well, because Kevin Cash pulled the Grady Little and decided that uh, you know he thought that the computer, Knew more than you know, the actual player itself, or just the people playing on the field. And and I don't want to come off as a dinosaur. Like I do think that uh, you know I do think that there is something to the analytics. I think that's I think it's uh, there should be a happy medium. I don't think that just because you know guys' numbers go up statistically through the third time of the order that you should take somebody out, especially when they're dealing in the game in Game Six of the World Series, having the game of their life, and Mookie Betts, who was coming up, had struck out twice beforehand off of Blake Snell. I understand it's Mookie Betts; he's one of the best players in the game, and he's you know was, you know, a former MVP, and he had a great World Series too. But your guy is dealing, and then not only was your guy dealing, you brought in your most, uh, you know, your most useless receiver and uh, reliever, and Nick Anderson. Uh, Who has been horrible pretty much since uh, you know Aaron, Jones, Aaron Judge took him deep? Not a big deal, uh, you know. I think he broke him, but you know. But seriously, like you know, you're taking out your you know you're taking out your starter who's having a fucking unreal game. First of all, second of all, he's got 73 pitches. So you know, like 73 pitches. It's not even like he's close to 100, which is usually like the benchmark. And I would I'm hoping I know I know it's not going to happen. I'm hoping that this is kind of like a wake up call for the analytics to be like, okay maybe we can't rely solely on the computers and on the numbers. Like, we should still be able to feel, like, be able to use our guts and be able to be like, okay, Blake Snell is absolutely shoving his nuts on the fucking table right now. Like, He's, like, and we're in a do-or-die situation, and I literally said last night, I was like, I hope this comes back to bite them in the ass. I hope it does. Not just because I hate the Rays, but because it was just such an asinine decision to take him out of that game. It was literally, it was the baseball gods being like, okay, well, you know what? You think you're better than us? You think you know more than us You're with your little computers and your Ivy League motherfuckers? Fuck you. This is what's going to happen. And that's exactly what happened. You know, like... I understand, it's the same thing what happened with the Yankees, too, and, you know, I'm going to talk about that because, obviously, because I'm a Yankee fan, so, but, but you know, it's the same thing that happened. It, taking out Debbie Garcia after an inning and bringing Jay Happen, who was, hadn't pitched in 12 days. It's the same thing because you have this script or this formula, you know, I understand, like, you know, that, that numbers are important and they do make a difference and there, there is an edge in using numbers and analytics, but you got to be able to use both. You got to be able to have a happy medium there where you're not making the... You're not making the game math. Like, I don't want the game, I don't want baseball to become math class. You know, like, that's like, I'm not a numbers guy. Like, I don't like, I'm dyslexic. I just calculate. Like, I don't like numbers. I was never good at math. I don't want it to become math class. I like baseball the way that it is. You know, I like the home runs, obviously. Like, I would love to see more contact in the game uh, because, A, it's just. They want it. They talk about you know wanting more action in the game. Well, putting more well, the reason the their way to put more action in the game is to emphasize you know not trying to swing for the fences. Emphasize you know the DJ Lemahieu's of the world who take the ball the other way all the time and you know are not trying to hit a home run every time they come up there and they're not swinging out of their shoes waiting for a fastball that to, the to, uh, to, for the pitcher to make a, a mistake on a fastball. So. You know, like fuck off Kevin Cash. First of all, you're just I hate you in general because you're just an asshole. So I'm happy that this happened to you, and I'm happy it happened to the race because they're the biggest bag of dicks in the in the world and like the cockiest like team that's never done anything at all. Like the way that they were celebrating and dancing on the graves of the Yankees and like in general, like the way that they always they always celebrate. They just they they've never done anything and they act like they've won the World Series like the last three years in a row. So they can go suck it. Happy for the Dodgers. Happy for Clayton Kershaw. By the way, the Dodgers were the favorite, the co-favorites at the beginning of the year uh, at plus 350 to win the World Series. Uh, They were favored in every single game they played in, including the postseason. They were never an underdog. Like, in the entire 77 games they played this year, including the postseason, they were never an underdog at all, which is insane. And you know what? A team that's, that's favored in every single game should be the World Series winners. And they were. So it took him six games. It took a hell of a performance by, you know, from Blake's uh, from uh, uh, Clayton Kershaw in the games that he pitched, and Walker Buehler was great, and you know, key hitting here and there. Cody Corey Seager won the MVP. Uh, I, th- I believe he was nine to one to win the MVP. He was the favorite uh, to win the MVP in the World Series. So again, the favorite won again there, and uh, that seems to be the storyline for the Dodgers. So congrats to the Dodgers, and uh, uh, you know, we go we. Now we go into the offseason once uh, you know free agency starts in, I believe, a week or so or two weeks or whatever it is. Uh, you know, Once we start getting some odds for uh, where the free agent signings are going to go, uh, we'll be able to talk about those, too. I want to see what the odds are for DJ LeMayhew and Trevor Bauer, especially. I want to see who the favorite is for that. I think it's going to be the Padres, myself. Uh, he's, big, he's friends with uh, Clevenger. He loves Clevenger. I think that San Diego's a team that he would love to go to. Uh, but we'll see what the lines are when they come out. Uh, speaking of lines, uh, you know we'll get to uh, the college football lines of the week. Uh, you know we already talked about the parlay that did not hit uh, because Alabama just you know decided to take their foot off the gas, which I don't think Nick Saban's ever done, which is crazy to think about. I'm sure he probably has, but it's just not a it's not a Saban move, you know. Um, so the first game of the week that I will be going with is uh, Wake Forest minus eleven. Uh, they had a big win last week. And they are, you know, a big favorite this week uh, at minus 11. Uh, honestly, I don't really know too much about them. I just know they're coming off a hot win. I like to ride momentum uh, when I'm talking about teams as far as, like, the lines are concerned. Uh, you know, like, Wake Forest is, you know... They're not playing a great team in Syracuse either, which helps things because Syracuse got their doors blown off last week by Clemson. Uh, obviously, you know they played a little bit better. They played better than I think everybody expected them to, which, which is why I said don't take the uh, don't take the uh, spread, take the over. I had a weird feeling about it, and I was right. Um, but I think that Clemson, I think that uh, Wake Forest will cover minus eleven. You know, this week it's uh, not as high profile of a game, but you know, I think they're they're going to cover, and I think. Uh, this is obviously one of the bigger games of the week, uh, is Auburn and uh, LSU. Uh, that over-unders at 65.5. Uh, I will be taking that over for sure. Uh, I think that that is definitely going to go over to good offenses, uh, teams that don't play any defense as we've seen You know, the first few weeks of the season. Auburn, you know, as I talked about already, couldn't get a stop if their life depended on it last week. They luckily did make the stop when they needed to uh, against Ole Miss. Uh, So. You know that was that that game's gonna go over. I think there's no doubt in my mind. Uh, you know, with college especially, it's always easier for the overs. You know, like even Ohio State, Penn State. You know, which is my next game I have on the docket here at over sixty three and a half. You know, Ohio Ohio State's gonna score points. I think Penn State is gonna score enough points to help the over there uh, at sixty three and a half. Ohio State's a minus twelve, uh, minus twelve favorite. I don't know. That seems like a lot to me. I think that the game's going to be a little closer than that. Uh, that's why I kind of wanted to stay away from that and just go straight with the over. Uh, and then the other over that I have uh, is the uh, is A&M uh, versus uh, Arkansas. Over there is at fifty five, fifty four and a half. Oh, uh, you know, A&M coming off for a good couple weeks. Uh, they beat Mississippi State, uh, and then they, uh, you know, obviously they had the big one against Florida a few weeks ago. Uh, Arkansas not great, you know they're two and two, uh, so I think that the I think A&M, I and ANM will score enough points there to get the over that fifty four and a half. I think Arkansas will make it, you know, a game. I think the over under there is uh, twelve and a half. That seems like about right there, you know. I think it'll be you know a little bit maybe a little bit more than that. Uh, you know, I think ANM actually is a good team. I I really do. I actually think this might be the year that. You know they really not not that they shock people, they're you know top 10 team or whatever. So, um, but I think they're gonna, you know, make a run this year. I don't know if they're gonna be able to beat in Alabama or you know anybody else in that matter that's you know of that same ilk. But they're playing Arkansas this week over slow. I mean, 54 and a half in a college game, especially in the SEC, that's low to me. Uh, so take the over there, you know, full parlay. Uh, Wake Forest minus 11, Auburn over 65 and a half the over 54.5 in the A&M game, and Ohio State over 63.5. And last but not least, our favorite segment of the week, the Donnie Dumbass Moment of the Week. All right, if you've made it this far, I know you probably are clamoring to hear about the shit show that is my life. And I let me tell you, folks... Let me get you... Get a little close here. Turn it up. Turn up the volume a little bit. You know, uh, get yourself in the mood because I got a little... Something I want to talk about with you, okay? Your boy, me, the artist formerly known as myself, is in fact washed. Completely washed. I went to a Halloween party last week uh, at a friend's house. Started drinking at 6.37... Passed out by ten. Woke up at midnight because her dog was licking me so uh, ferociously uh, that he gave me vertigo and made me throw up. Uh, Made it to the toilet though, so I did throw up in her in her bathroom in her toilet. So shout out to me for making the toilet. Uh, You know there was a time where uh, I did throw up at a friend's house and I threw up in the box of beers, uh, not in the toilet. So uh, that was a few weeks ago. Uh, So I wounded plenty of soldiers because i threw up on about you know beers uh not great by me um uh, but and again oh, again not great by me because i am in fact washed uh yeah i was like it was just it had been a long week and i knew i was just like i'm gonna get fucked up tonight like i she had already said to me she's like if you want to crash here like but you know by all means you can uh you know i i don't really you know so i was like down for the cause like i'm gonna take you up on that like no doubt and I was drinking these, it's like a mixed, it was like a mixed drink. It's, uh, I don't want to give the uh, the name of it because no free ads, but it was like gin and like, uh, like a tonic, like a little bit of tonic or soda water and like uh, cranberry juice type thing. It was uh, 8.5% drank seven of them in two hours or three hours or whatever it was. So maybe that's what it was. Maybe I'm not actually washed. Maybe I just drank a shit ton in a short period of time and I just don't have the recovery time like I used to. Like that's definitely for sure. Like I was hungover as fuck the next day and I had to be up early. I was dog sitting for a friend. So I had to go back over there and take the dogs out and give them their medicine and everything. So I had to get over there early. So I had to be up early too. I mean, I slept obviously good. I mean, I went to bed. Like I literally, like my friend was also throwing up too, by the way. Uh, like into a bucket uh, or into a bowl. I'm sorry. And her friends were literally holding her hair for her. uh, So shout out to her for that. Um, but I just literally like I sat myself down on the couch and I laid down and passed the fuck out. And when I tell you it was glorious, it was glorious. <laughs> it was awesome. Like that might be the new wo- that might be the new move. Like just go to a party like kind of early, get really drunk really quick, and then you just get like a- have the excuse to fall asleep at ten. So maybe an old old guy move, but that's a move. Get a full eight hours or whatever it was and, uh, you know, try not to throw up anymore, obviously. I mean, but, you know, when you're a seasoned puker like myself, uh, usually you make the toilet. Nine out of ten times. And uh, so, yeah, that's the donning Dumbass moment of the week. Uh, Shout out to me for being a dumbass, uh, you know, every week because I keep having stories to tell about. Myself, uh, and I'm sure that's going to continue. So I don't see that going anywhere anytime soon. So, Uh, yeah, so my closing thoughts, as always, are. Have some alcoholic beverages, have a, some consensual sex, and have yourselves a fucking day. I will see you guys next week. Check it, kept, Keep an eye out for uh, The King of the Friend Zone coming out soon. Uh, we're going to be recording an episode very soon. That For that, uh, keep an eye on the blog as well. Remember to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Donnie Finkel. Link is in the bio for all of my shit. Podcast, King of the Friend Zone, blog, you name it. It's everywhere all in that one link, it's in my bio, check it out, uh, you know, keep this thing, keep the train rolling, keep the, uh, the, the views and the, and the downloads up, uh, you know, I appreciate anybody who actually listens to this fucking thing, because, honestly, I don't think it's anything that's, that special, uh, but, you know, I don't think anything I do is anything, anything I do is anything great anyways, so whatever people seem to like people seem to think I'm funny or something about me is funny uh, so they keep coming coming back uh, so good for you good for uh, for me obviously too uh, so I'll see you guys next week be on, be on the lookout for the King of the Friends on episode 2 that'll be up on YouTube very soon uh, and I will see you guys later see most people flip the cakes I replace the cakes that's the Donnie difference but I'll in your day- it's they- like they-